episode eight of the Warriors Life podcast. Um, Will Evans here again with Brad Larking, the mouth of the South. Brad, how's things, mate? How did you enjoy round seven? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, young man. Um, yeah, round seven was another round of the NRL. Enjoyed it, sat back, and can't remember what games I actually enjoyed. I'm trying to think back now. Uh, who did we have? God, I can't think of any of them. We kicked off with Anzac. Uh, Anzac Day oh, games, yeah, which was, yeah, yeah. yeah, I thought the the rest of the round maybe fell a little bit flat as far as cracking games go, but it just continues. It's this trend it's been doing since round one, isn't it? Yeah, just petering out a bit. But I did really enjoy uh, Manly's courageous win on Sunday. It was probably yeah, my, I, uh, yeah, I did like that as well. That was a good, that was a good game. No Cherry Evans um, and coming from behind to to run down the informed Raiders really. Got a got a bit of grit under under Desi. Dude, hey, what? And even that dude that come back from the ACL. Yeah, yeah. magic game. Two tries, Lock and Croker. Yeah. Um, so a lot to like about Manly this year. Um, see how we go with that. Every time you think they're going to dud out, jeez, that battlers. Yeah. Uh, see how they go for a few <laughs> weeks without Daly, but uh, yeah, we'll talk about them a bit later on. Uh, we're we're trying to we're, we'll be honest with everyone listening. We're both feeling slightly flat, so we're just going to try and punch out a quick one tonight. Uh, but we will talk about Cody Nakarima shortly. First of all, though, we'll break down the Warriors' uh, gutsy thirteen twelve loss to the Storm on Anzac Day night. Brad, what were your initial takeaways from that one? Oh, just got it's another. We could have had three on the trot. We've, yeah, we played better in the, every other team we've played in the last three weeks. Yeah, I was just gutted about that, but that hit and stick, old hit and stick in the centres. Oh, how good is it? I, I, I uh, was talking him up all season for to get a debut. I was more thinking of his attacking, uh, attacking wares, but that was some of the best centre defence, especially for oh. a debutant I've ever seen. It was incredible. Oh. Even if that if that was a Gaznia defending like that during a game back in the day, and that people would yeah. be all over that. He was. It was like it reminded me <laughs> two little shots you used to get those little sticky hands that you'd swing and <laughs> slap against the wall and then rip back. That's what yeah. it reminded me of. But just made uh, we're talking about Patrick Herbert, by the way, if we've hadn't gathered um, on debut, but he yeah he he reminded me of Will Chambers at his peak. Um, defensively, just aggressive, um, but making good decisions and coming up with the goods every time. He was and, and backing his decision. Yeah, he, he didn't get sort of get caught halfway in no man's land. He he backed it and just smacked him. God, yeah. it was good. Everything we haven't been getting from Carter defensively, you know, effort and desperation and good decisions. It was uh, yeah, and yeah, again, good to see that he has been. Uh, uh, kept for this week with with Sol Carter in reserve grade. What did you make of the? They said that Carter were, had been left out of the team later in the week due to compassionate reasons, but then he played reserve grade on the Saturday. So what? on the Saturday, yeah, it's hard to know unless unless you're really there. It seems strange. I, I, I don't know. Is is he not handling the public opinion on his game more so than the coach? Potentially, maybe? yeah. It could, but, but I mean, you know, surely if he's out of the team for form, just say so, because everyone else knows that he. <laughs> everyone else knows that um, he could probably. Everyone's have done with joining it. the dots, aren't they? Yeah, 
wish, wish they would just man up and just say, rather than just being the robots in front of the camera every time, just say what everyone knows you want to say. Um, getting back to the game and the outcome, obviously bitterly disappointing to to lose the uh, lose the game at the end. But geez, they were courageous uh, with all the changes they had um, against the Storm in Melbourne, only in a five day turnaround to come that close. Probably the most positive signs we've seen this season. Would you say? Yeah, definitely, definitely is the most positive. They, it was yeah. They were just in the contest and they were there. And it, rather than some of the other game, when you lose, you don't mind losing a game like that when you're actually in the contest. It, yeah, absolutely. And they, they obviously gave a hundred percent for the entire eighty minutes. Um, it reminded me a lot of those sort of efforts we used to see from the Warriors in Melbourne on sort of the previous Anzac days when they ran them close or won games in in that twenty eleven preliminary final as well. Just you just, you know, they seem like they get overrun, but they never wilted. And um, Yeah, they've had the wood on us lately, haven't they? Like, we still hold yeah. on to the glory days that we're always competitive against the Storm, but yeah. the last few years it hasn't been the case at all. Yeah, six straight now, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah now they're a bit of a bogey for us, but um, again, good uh, positive signs from that one. Uh, what did you make of putting Toyo Harris at... Uh, halfback. Firstly, as a as a decision, and secondly, ha- um, how do you think he went in the halves there? Would... Uh, he done he done as well as he Toby Harris is going to do at halfback. I reckon <laughs> like he's yeah. he's not a halfback. It wasn't too bad at all. But strange decision. But the Storm have played him in the halves before back in the day, didn't they? Yeah, that's right. I think it like he it almost worked out, and to give Stephen Cooney a bit of a rap, a bit of a game plan that you know they knew they were going to have to defend their way to a victory if they were going to do it. So having yeah, that extra, extra um, sort of top-rate defender in there, um, an extra forward rather than maybe a flakier half um, defending kind of just on the edge was uh, obviously did serve them better defensively, uh, let them down a little bit, um, especially when Tohu started. Mobility-wise. Yeah, and, and try, he obviously served up a beautiful ball for Blair to score the first try, but uh, when he started trying to kick it in the second half, didn't quite pan out so well. <laughs> Put that club back in the bag, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you're not ready for it. <laughs> yeah. It still puzzles me, the whole hooker rotation thing. I just, it's baffling. Yeah, I start to, to, not, to finish the match without Luke, I'm not sure if there was a, a head knock involved or... Or what, but Luke had a fabulous game when he was on, um, and they needed him out, out there at the end, and uh, his kicking game was great when he was on the field, and it, it really told when uh, Harris Tavita had to do all the kicking. He uh, came up with a few probably kicks that he'd rather have over. Um, yeah. But, again, it's, three it's games into his on career. Home, I don't think. Yeah, exactly. No, when he's been playing with Harris, and then two games with Hicku, who hasn't been kicking either at you definitely can't uh, be too hard on the kid, and I thought he had another good game. Um, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I think that pretty much... Oh, but another thing, I, I actually thought Adam Blair was amazing in defence. Some of his scramble day was uh, pretty phenomenal, but coming into the game, he'd been he'd had all that bad publicity about his work rate, um, particularly with the ball, and then to only make that one run, he scored the try off. Uh, 
You think he would have just... He, he was saying himself on the radio that he's in bad form mm-hmm. and he wants to get out of it. All he has to do is call for the ball five more times during the game. Yeah, just get in a position to run. Like I feel like it needs to be addressed. Surely, it, it, with that being his only run, it seemed like it was a tactic. But Kearney said, look, don't run it. Save your energy for defence. To not run the ball f- uh, for 75 minutes was mm. pretty crazy. But anyway. I, I prefer him this weekend off the bench in a centre-forward rotation. Yeah, well, hopefully that is where he ends up, probably, with yeah. no Tavanga this week. Um, Come on and put a bit of sting in defence and then get off again in the middle there. Yeah, just a bit of a high-energy performance. But again, I have to give credit to him. Some of that defence was, I thought, pretty oh, yeah. inspiring. He's ridiculous. Um... Okay, moving on, we'll obviously talk about the uh, game against the Knights on Sunday shortly, but the big news surrounding the Warriors this week has been the biggest just about in the game. Um, Cody Nakarima almost signed, sealed and delivered on an immediate release from the Broncos coming to the Warriors. Brad, what are your initial thoughts and I guess the thoughts you've had in a couple of days since you've had to let it sink in? Initially I was a little bit gutted. A yeah. little bit gathered, I have to admit. But then got thinking, probably not a bad fit for the Warriors. Not a bad fit at all. Now those two other two young halves, you got Kieran can be an understudy to Green, and Tavita Harris can be an understudy for Nicarima. And then by the time Tavita Harris is good to come through, Nicarima can shift into hooker and rotation there anyway. So it's probably long term good. I just think they might be paying a hundred grand too much. Yeah, when I saw half a million, I sort of walked a little bit. Um, my initial thoughts actually were I was I was quite stoked. I was quite keen for them to to um, have a dab at him in the off season. I thought he would have been a good replacement. Uh, the timing's a bit weird, and especially because Harris Devita is just finding his feet and going quite well, and he hasn't. He's only had that one game, which the Warriors won on his debut, uh, playing alongside Green. So he'll. Then you'll get this weekend, and then, assuming Nakarima comes, he will be probably back in reserve grade. So it's it's a little bit funny that way, but um, I, I like Nakarima as a player, and I think he brings a fair bit of what the Warriors are missing without Johnson, speed and a bit of game-breaking ability, a bit of unpredictability. Um, they've got a game, I, game manager in Blake Green, so... Um, I actually think that's going to make... Nicarima's game better having Blake Green instead of Milford. Yeah, well, Milford's um, not a not a game manager either. No, not at all. So without you know, and that's why Nicarima's been getting panned. But he he's one of the best ball running halves in the game. He runs eighty five meters a game. Um, scored a couple of nice tries already this year, a few assists, and can break the line. So um, and can make something out of nothing. He's like yeah, he's he's good for that. Something every two or three games that's yeah. just out of nothing, which you did right, like you were saying earlier, we haven't got at the moment. And he's a New Zealand test halfback, had a blinder in that third test the Kiwis won in Britain at the end of last year. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about seeing him as, you know, I can definitely yeah, see, the, see the apprehension and it, it is a risky signing, I guess, um, to a certain extent. But, and again, Green is... Uh, Probably only got one more year in him, off contract at the end of 2020, and be surprised if he sort of goes around again after that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Overall, I'm kind of excited 
little bit apprehensive yeah, yeah. but excited and um, and obviously with Green having a few injury problems we're certainly not going to be uh, playing people out of position in the halves Yeah, anymore. I just get the feeling old Green he's going to just slowly get battered I don't think he's going to be on the field much in the next 18 months so. yeah well um, hopefully we, he's obviously key part of the side and um, yeah but yeah it's I think you know it's definitely a bit of an insurance having them there um, having Nicarima here and hopefully there's still enough money to maybe pick up another one or two players mid-season and still have a still have a real good player to, in a marquee forward or game-breaking forward uh, no, for next we need year. A forward. Mm. The, uh, the, the well's a bit dry out there. I've been looking at the off-contract off list and there's not exactly anyone that you'd break the bank for, to be honest. Nah, not one. Not one. There'll be a whole lot of near next next cab off the rank type yeah, players. There's, there's a couple of guys that I sort of pinpointed, and, and again, they're probably not real. They're more grafters, so might not be quite the fit the Warriors are looking for, but Zane Tedovano has been awesome for the Roosters. He's coming off contract. Um, Tavita Totola, young guy for for the Rabbitohs, is pretty, pretty probably a pretty handy get as well, but uh, yeah, not quite the Taukeaho or, uh, you know... Do you reckon we'll end up with Alex Glenn? <laughs> yeah, I almost know. feel like they have to have to take him. I've, I've, <laughs> he's the kind of guy I wanted to sign six years ago. But yeah, I know. I'm a big fan of him as a player, and he's still going all right, but, you know, you just, yeah, it, it wouldn't probably be the greatest value. No, I don't think so either, but... I'll put $20 on it. He's at the Warriors next year. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, if they if they do hang on to him, there might be an opportunity because the Broncos have got so many good young Fords and they can't fit them all in. Um, you know, still yeah, true. Got, still Sniff got around Jayden, the tricks. Jaden Sewer can't get into the um, get into the Broncos 17 at the moment. He's um, he's a really good edge second row. Uh, Who are the Roosters reportedly and, chasing? Uh, Roosters, well, they, oh, Tavita Pangai was kind yeah, of yeah. talked about, and um, yeah, and obviously a few of those guys might figure in the Rabbitohs plan, uh, recruitment plans with Bennett being there. But yeah, they definitely have an overflow of um, really good young forwards, so might be a bit of an opportunity down the track for the Warriors, hopefully. Yeah. Off topic, how is the talk of Mitchell down to... Oh, yeah, I, yeah, it's a weird one. Perfect fit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't see it happening though. He, he seems to love the Roosters. He's played all his footy under Trent Robinson. I just don't really know what's in it for him to go. His father, his father played for South. Okay, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Still, <laughs> I mean, get to and then there's all these little things. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'd, I'd be surprised if it happened. Um, sure. Like him, you know, he saw how. Passionate he was in those in those uh, South Roosters games recently, and yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd like to see him stay at the Roosters. To be honest, yeah, so would I. Um, but yeah, it'd definitely be one hell of a storyline if it if it unfolds. If, there's certainly been a few uh, go the other way, so yeah. Um, what did we get up to? That was. Where did we change from there? Nicarima. Well, yeah, Nicarima. So, yeah, in conclusion, looking forward to seeing what Nicarima can do. It looks like he'll probably be 
available next weekend for the Magic Round. So going back oh, nice. to Suncorp oh, Stadium. Oh, that'll be easy for him. Yeah, just say, yeah, just hang out there, mate. Don't worry about moving your stuff over just yet. See how you go in Magic Round. We'll, we'll come get you. Yeah, <laughs> we'll come get. We'll come. We'll pick yeah. you up, mate. Yeah, you don't come with. Yeah, perfect. Perfect time. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, we'll see how all that pans out and we'll talk about what that potentially means moving forward when we preview the Newcastle game but we've got a few to <coughs> chew through before that so round 8 kicking off tomorrow night 9.50 South Sydney and the Broncos jeez isn't everyone fired up for this one grudge match of the century oh, <laughs> they are they're all over it aren't they at the bunghole yeah, over it that is uh Oh, Ben, it's too cunning to lose this one, eh? It's, um, I've just been amazed at how Seabold has unravelled. He, like, he was seemed like such a cool cucumber, <laughs> Dallium Coach of the Year last year, Midas Touch at South. It turns up to the Broncos, and he had half a dozen games in charge, and he's paranoid, he's crotchety. He's always sweaty, eh? He's yeah. sweaty. Yeah. Oh, I um, talked to him in the pre-season... Um, for a big league preview, and he seems like such a cool customer, and uh, yeah, but f- a few um, a few setbacks, and he's coming apart at the seams. <laughs> Got rid of his halfback, but he yeah, yeah he's panicking. He's hit the panic button. But um, a lot of interest around Cody Nakarima's replacement, Tom Dead, an eighteen-year-old halfback. What a game to debut him. Oh, yeah, that's, that's big. Is that the one that you were talking about earlier in the year? No. Or was that a different half? Yeah, that might have been Sean O'Sullivan that they brought up from yeah, the Yeah, I definitely don't think they were thinking dead and would get a go this soon. But, yeah, it's worth tuning in for on its own um, to see how he goes up. You know, him and Milford up against Reynolds and Walker. Man. Walker's still playing insane. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's incredible at the moment. Um Darius Boyd, 300 games, probably, or Adam Blair's coming up on 300, and it's probably a, uh, a race to the race to the cellar for who is um, under more scrutiny in the 300 club out of those two. Their pub, public estimation. Of course he's doing it in front of Danny as well, yeah. eh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Darius. Yeah, uh, his first game, the first game against Wayne Bennett, he played his first, I guess that would make it, his first 293 games all under Wayne Bennett. That's quite amazing. Followed him around to three clubs. Oh, and back to the Broncos, so it's quite phenomenal. Um, it, it was just getting a bit embarrassing in the end. Uh, do you reckon Wayne just went, no, no, you yeah. can't come in. Yeah. Can't oh, no, come. No, it's time for you to shift out. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're in your 30s now, mate. Find your own place. <laughs> Uh, um, but yeah, so how do you see this one going? It's obviously down in, there in Sydney. Yeah, I don't know. It's so hard to pick this competition. I'll pick South, but it could easily be a Broncos win if they turn up. Yeah, I don't. I like what uh, the Broncos put up last week in that one over the Sharks. Um, yeah, I can definitely see this going down to the wire. Imagine, imagine Seabold's playbook at the training though. So the players would be just confused because he's just screwing up bits of paper and throwing it on the ground. And just trying to get... <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, and apparently the Nicarima thing has uh, ruffled a few feathers. Some players in the squad aren't super happy about the way that's unfolded. So, and then, Is that right? Yeah, and then uh, 
James Roberts the storyline that he potentially could be headed to South mid-season. So there's a hell of a lot of angles in this game. Um, yeah, um, Broncos yeah. a bit of a mess at the moment. They don't know if they're Arthur or Martha, do they? Yeah, I, I'll be, probably have to tip South with my head, but I'll be cheering for the Broncos, I reckon. I wouldn't mind. Uh, Bennett's a little bit too smug for my liking at the moment. He is. Like he, I, I've been confused at how this has been turned around. That the Broncos have been made to look like the bad guys in the whole coaching saga at the end of last year. But Bennett was a bit of a ball bag from what I could, from my standpoint. Yeah, um, but it's, it's sort of turned turn around. And I it's think baby it's because, boomers, though. Baby boomers can't admit it's everyone yeah. else's fault. <laughs> He's probably too old to be a baby boomer, isn't he? Is it? No, the baby boomers uh, are aging, yeah. man. It's, it doesn't just yeah, stay true. one age. Yeah, no, those pricks, they're, they're, not, they're not long of this earth anyway. <laughs> oh, lacking. Trying to eradicate baby boomers from the planet. <laughs> from the NRL, at least. So we better move on to the other yeah, game Yeah, what have we Friday. got Friday? Uh, the minor Queensland derby between the Cowboys and Titans. Up there at... Uh, in Townsville um, geez, the Titans are coming back a little bit Cowboys still under the pump Paul Green under the pump a few whispers of like losing lost the dressing shed. room yeah. and they were awful, awful in losing to the Bulldogs last week which makes the Warriors loss to them look even more stark um, given how yeah. bad they were a week later So, uh, but yeah just don't see a lot Good happening for the Cowboys until Jason Tamalolo comes back, and he has a chance this week, which will be obviously. I was going to ask if Jason's playing. Is Jace playing? Jason. Um, Jason. <laughs> he's in the he's in the extended bench. Um, oh, there's a whisper that he could return. Uh, Tamara Martin out indefinitely with a bit of a worrying migraine issue. So Kahu back to fullback. Uh, well, how about but. More importantly, moving on to the Titans, how good's the Don going? Five tries and uh, try, scored tries in five consecutive games. What is the record? Have you done any uh, digging on that? I'm not quite sure what the record is for a back, but I know that Gavin Cooper broke the all-time uh, the Cowboys back row broke the all-time record for a forward with nine consecutive games last year. Nine. Oh, okay. But, so still, he's a fair yeah. way up, but five is pretty impressive when you're playing for a team that's not going super well. And so <laughs> yeah, true. Just waiting for the Anthony Don for New South Wales cries to, to start rising up. Don, he's, he's out of it, isn't he? How does he get over? Yeah. Um, yeah, but we like Who you got? Uh, I, I like the Titans here. Yeah, so if Titans are playing good footy. Yeah, they're probably a little bit unlucky against the Tigers last week. But yeah, just like uh, some of the way guys like Jai Arrow and then playing, I think they'll, they'll go yeah, up to I like, the, I like those ones. young fellas. Mm, yeah, yeah go Who's next on Friday? Um, yeah, sorry, that was the first game on Friday. Obviously, the mixed up there. But South game's on Thursday. So the second game on Friday, uh, Sharks and Storm. The 2016 grand final opponents, but... Looking like a bit of a mismatch with all the injuries the Sharks have got at the moment. They can't catch a break. No, they can't. What a shame. Yeah. Um, they, yeah. No, they can't. Every What have they got? Five million? Four and a half million? 
Yeah. Injured, players yeah. injured. Something like that. And yeah, so Johnson's out for a month, which brings Cole Flanagan into the halves. Britton Nakora, the uh, rookie sensations back in the back row, but yeah, it doesn't alleviate things too much when they've still got well, Dugan now is out as well, and Moylan, uh, who else is out? Wade Graham. Um, it's all happening for them, so. Yeah, Woods, t- Woods t- is t- back, is he? Uh, no, Woods is still out. As well. So. Out of it, Harry went from one of the best props in Australia to just an average Joe run around out there off the bench. Yeah, I mean, they still they still seem to sort of rate him after he moved to the Sharks, but yeah, fell right out of those uh, representative teams and stuff. Um, mm. Yeah, just not showing. Sure. Kind of similar to what happened with James Tamo. Um, he was you know picked for every Origin and, and Test team, and then just all of a sudden he wasn't. They realised he wasn't that good. Yeah. Um, Storm probably disappointed in their performance against the Warriors, but still find ways to get the job done. Yeah. Um, yeah. You reckon Cameron Smith's going to come back for the Origin? Well, I don't know. I reckon he's the type of guy that will. Yeah. <laughs> the, the ego on him. He's, play, he's playing awesome. Ah. Yeah, he was he was incredible against the Warriors. Um as much as he juked the refs yet again um, at our expense, but he, yeah, he played brilliantly as well, and he was, you know, probably the difference in the end because yeah. Munster was shut down and didn't have his best game, and Smith realises he needed to step up and take the reins, and he did. Um, I can't see the Sharks winning this one. No, just Storm. the way everything's going. Storm for sure. Okay, next. Saturday. Saturday, the. the uh, Saturday ticket, the first game out of Wagga Wagga, actually. Raiders against uh, the Panthers. Yeah, this is always a bit of a grudge match. It's for some reason, this is one of the games that I quite like getting up for as a neutral fan. Oh, do you? Yeah, just, just something about the the rivalry and yeah, the styles. Is, yeah, it's one that I've always been quite keen on. Uh, Raiders coming off a disappointing loss after... Building a bit of a lead at Brookvale. Panthers, they were better in going down to South last weekend. But, yeah, still desperate for wins. Only two on the board at the moment. How, just as an aside, what about that table? Bottom seven teams, all tied for the yeah, same record. Yeah, ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is ridiculous. I looked at that on Monday night or whatever, thought the same thing. Yeah, I think Panthers will do the Raiders this weekend. Yeah, this just might have been a bit of a, a confidence shot for the Raiders. Um, this, yeah, they probably would have been better off taking a. This this looks like their home game by the by the looks of things. They would have been better taking a worse team away than uh, than the Panthers yeah. um, to a neutral ground. Um, yeah, I can. This has a bit of a golden point feel about it. I'm going to stick with the Raiders. I think just with. Yeah, you're liking Ricky's Raiders, uh, aren't you? Yeah, just a bit of uh, John Bateman and those sort of guys. I think they're playing better than their Panthers counterparts. Um, yeah, I still think the Panthers' best, the Panthers' best, is better than the Raiders' best. But who knows if they're going to find it this year? It. So, um, yeah, we'll see. See how that goes. Um, I'm tipping the Raiders. though. you're going Panthers. Oh. I'm going Panthers. Yeah. Okay, mate. Not that it matters. No. <laughs> <laughs> People aren't yeah. there if you're diary in a pen. 
They'll be put, pinning up the podcast on the dressing room walls. Larkin doesn't think he can win. Go out and show him. <laughs> Oh, God. Who was next? Uh, second game on Saturday, Seagulls and the Bulldogs, two um, probably unfancy teams coming off good wins. Seagulls, obviously, really gutsy, as we've already talked about. Uh, Bulldogs, pretty impressive in, in their win against the Bulldogs, uh, you know, relatively speaking, given their their talent base and, and all of that. Um, and the fact that they were coming off a couple of losses as well, so... Yeah, still a bit and of a... Kieran Foran back. Yeah, well, yeah, he's in the extended is reserve, it? so he could make a... As is Dylan Napa, so wouldn't surprise to see either of them come into the 17. Um, Even though they've only won two games, they've probably achieved more than people thought they would have. Yeah, well, they've pushed... The well, dogs? Pushed Melbourne and, uh, and South, as I'm saying that. That's exactly what the Warriors did. Only two wins, but pushed Melbourne and South to show... That you know, there is something in there. Um, mm. They got heart at least. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, good to see Corey had a weird night out having a, a big game last weekend. Um, mm. A couple of tries. It's been a good buy, I think, for them. Um, yeah, I'm not sure about this one. I think maybe the losing daily Cherry Evans effect um, might give the Bulldogs the edge in this one. Um, I'll, I'm going to tip a Bulldogs upset at Brookvale. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm thinking Manly Fords have got it. Mm, yeah, it does look like I'm looking at the lineups now. It is a definitely a better pack, but yeah, um, I don't. I would. Yeah, I'd, I'd never think I'd be picking Manly against anyone, but I think yeah, Manly. So it looks like they must have lost someone else to the. Yeah, they've lost George Tafura as well. Manly, just let me read out this back line to you because it sounds horrible. Some of these guys are actually playing really well, but if you said this is going to be their lineup in round eight, you would hand them the wooden spoon immediately. Kane Algie at halfback, Lachlan Croker 5'8", wingers Ruben Garrick and Abbas Miski. I think he's on debut this week. Brad Parker and Moses Sully in the centres, and Brendan Elliott at fullback. That's an appalling back line. <laughs> Terrible. How much did Brendan Elliott get smashed in the first ten minutes of that game last weekend? Oh, man, it was brutal. But he's <laughs> he's got a bit of heart. <laughs> he just he's kept sticking in up. there. Um, yeah, but yeah, he's getting barreled. Um, yeah, I don't know. This could be an interesting one. This one, I'll tune in for sure. Yeah, I'll watch that one. Um, at the SCG last game on Saturday, Roosters and the Tigers. Pretty interesting one. The Tigers. Uh, Bounce back from that spanking from the Eels with a good one over the Titans. Uh, but now they're up against the competition benchmark who don't look like losing to anyone anytime soon. No, they don't, do they? And I don't think... They'll they'll lose in an upset, but I don't know if it's going to be the Tigers this weekend. I struggle for these last games on Saturday. So it's it's very late. So late. So, it's yeah, like and, and it's good that this game's on because I haven't got too much interest yeah. in watching the Roosters beat the Tigers. Well, yeah, they should do it comfortably, you'd think. Isaac Leo and Luke Carey back. Um, Benji back for the Tigers. Oh, is he? Um, and, yeah, Josh Reynolds is out. Um, yeah, I think Roosters fairly comfortably there. Yeah. Now, moving on to and our first home Sunday game. So our first 4 o'clock time slot 
um, on a Sunday for the year, Warriors against the Knights at Mount Smart. Um, this is probably my favourite time to watch the Warriors, just about. Yeah. yeah so I'm looking is. forward to this one, 4 o'clock. This Sunday, man, this is absolute, no questions asked, must win. they got to start yeah. winning. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's There's all, no other result. It's already uh, kind of... Danger signs, two and five start, I think only maybe, I think I worked out six teams in the past nine years or five teams in the past nine years had recovered from a two-five start to make the top eight. Um, and yeah, a, yeah, a solid defensive effort in a losing game this weekend won't suffice. No, no, the uh, yeah, much like the loss to the Cowboys, the tight loss is not going to be met with the same kind of applause that they got last week. Um, yeah, it's not great timing that the Knights sort to have found some form last week against Parramatta um, after being after going horrible for five straight games. I'm glad they used it up last weekend. Mm, yeah, at least they, they won't catch us off guard. At least you wouldn't think like the Cowboys did, breaking a losing nah. streak here. Um, they weren't that amazing against the Eels. It was really Mitchell Pearce. Um, couple of flashes from Caelan Ponger and, and Danny Levi really good at hooker but I think we can kind of counter that better than the Eels did they just didn't really the Eels played bad as well yeah they? yeah they're ordinary so hopefully we'll carry yeah, some of what happened last week they had a 10 they've got a 10 day turnaround or was it 10 yeah 10 day turnaround from that Anzac Day game um, to rest their tired little bodies after that that uh, tough outing um, hopefully we just see some of that effort spill over into this performance yeah yeah that's all that's all they need to do it's, and if they play if that all they do this week they'll they'll be Newcastle by 15 yeah. 20 you'd think so and just the polish that Green brings back to the side and direction uh, Roger obviously at the back is massive although a quick shout out to Peter Hicku I thought he was fantastic again at fullback um, just every time it goes to fullback, it's his best position. Unfortunately, he's got the best uh, best in the game in front of him. He's the second best player at the <laughs> yeah. club, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, Peter Hicku back to centre this week, so probably a bit of pressure on him with, if Paddy Herbert keeps going as well as he does, because obviously Hicku's playing the position that Carter did last year at left centre, so if he starts going average again, and Carter's going all right in reserve grade, might be a uh, pump. Did, did, how did Cutter go in reserve grade? Um, I only looked at his stats and they were okay. They did miss a few tackles. Yeah, I think, but, I, I, think I heard someone say he played terrible. Yeah, I but it might, he might have had something going on last week. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, so we don't know. Yeah, but and at his best, Carter is as good as his Hicko at his best. So it'd be interesting to see what they do there. But they have to stick with her. But I think after what we've seen. Uh, I heard a commentator say you need a. He's talking about Carter on that side. He, he said you need a court order to get the ball off of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. It was. <laughs> <laughs> and um, speaking of, uh, I bet your first scores a try this week. Yeah, I was just about to say. Speaking of people who've been starved of position by Sol Carter, David Fosatour is back on the wing this week after. A, a week injured, um, so yeah, it'd be good to see him chalking up a few tries. Actually, a little bit of we're not we don't have any stats corner this week, so here's your stats corner. 
David Fusatour in six career games against the Knights. 11 tries. Shit, so he's good for two tries. Yeah, just about two a game. Now there's a four try. You can have a bet on that, can't you? There is a... Can't you have a bet on yeah, someone scoring... two or three tries, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just wanted to get down on um, this week. Responsibly. Yeah. Yeah, don't go crazy. Like, just five bucks or something. Um, a couple of other changes. Jazz Tavanga out, so that makes uh, Nate Roach the, I guess, that only oh, nice. upper option, which will be nice to see. Gerard Bell has been named in the number 17. It'll be interesting to see if they... Um, he doesn't even get on the field. Yeah, which would be... What a waste of a spot. Which would be a little bit of a danger given that, you know, they've got more of a, a hooker on the bench rather than Tavanga, who was a middle forward and can cover hooker. Um, but then I think I think Kearney did use Roach at lock for a wee bit um, after after Luke came back on, so... Um, and you got yeah I'm I'm really interested to see Blair off the bench yeah yeah see a bit of energy from him um, the players in the extended reserves if there was to be a change Hayes Perham who didn't really get much of a run last week uh, Cutter is there um, Lingy Sow and Chris Satai wouldn't mind seeing either of them taking that yeah. 17 jersey particularly Chris Satai been his number yeah, I'm been a big amazing. fan of him yeah, he's um. His he looks like good. our blockbuster. He could be a potential blockbuster. Yeah, just that big forward that can you know can be yeah. a bit of a Takaho type. Um, his work rate's certainly been up there in, in reserve grade. So um, yeah, see see what happens there. Uh, no changes for the Knights. Um, the your man Jesse Ramian has been um, has been. Improving the last couple of weeks. Talk, they're talking about him for Origin, uh, for that vacant spot. So, have they? Yeah, he'll be he'll be looking for some big games. Um, our our other man, Edric Lee. You never know what you're going to get out of him. Whether he's going to absolutely destroy our backline or hand us the destroy game. Destroy his play. own backline. Yeah. So yeah, a few um, interesting little subplots there. Um, but how do you see this one going? Are you confident in a win? <laughs> <laughs> no. that's, a, that's a relative That's relative an oxymoron. Yeah. You cannot be confident of a win being a Warriors supporter. Mm. Oh, I'm hopeful of a win. I, I think they can win. Yeah, two, this, like again, the, the Knights are two and five as well. They know that a, a loss here yeah. is just about curtains for the finals. So um, you'll yeah, probably see a bit of that desperation on show. Just hopefully... Class of green and, and two of us a shake is the difference there. Yeah, and Luke's been on the improve. Yeah. yeah. And Tahu Harris looks like he's coming right. Fuss without, was hopefully a ball deliverer next to him. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's a better, a better team. And a big, big game up front by um, our guys like Parsi and, and Afar as well up against Clemmer and Co. Probably needed. Can't let him get on too much of a roll, but yeah, I think. I think we can do it. I think yeah. seven or eight yeah, point definitely. win. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Um, and just one last thing. Interesting. How Har- uh, young Chanel Harris Tavita's mindset is after Tavanga signing. Um, uh, sorry, not Tavanga. Nick Rima. Um, this could be his last game in first grade for a little while. Interesting to think- see how he pr- approaches it. I don't, I don't, 
if he's if he's sort of anything decent, he will sit back and watch Cody Nakarima. These young fellas seem to think they've got a right to play first grade as soon as they finish Toyota Cup or whatever it was. Yeah, so I think he, it'll probably be good for him just to sit back, have a bit of a break and do a bit of watching again. Yeah. It'll be good to see him have a good game this weekend, though. I think three weeks with alongside Hiku and Harris probably definitely toughened him up a wee bit for uh, what's required at NRL level and yeah, he could flourish a wee bit with uh, with Fran being back this weekend, so... Yeah, he's been going bloody good. I just, yeah, yeah no, I, 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 I like the idea of him refreshing a little bit. Yeah, I think he's, and I think it could be a good option with Nicarima, long term too. Um, hey, what was Nicarima's brother's name? Jaden. Jaden. What yeah. happened to him? Um, a few off-field problems. Um, oh, did he? But yeah. he liked the like the drink or like uh, the nose nose candy? Yeah, uh, he made. I don't want to slander him here, but it could be elements of both. There is. Go and look it up. There was a weird um, situation that he got himself embroiled in. So he, was, he was very talented. Like, I think people thought Darryl, that he was... Daryl Tuffy weird? Uh, not quite Daryl Tuffy weird, <laughs> but just as damaging to your reputation. Oh, no. Oh, um, no. Oh, you know, so he has failed a couple of drug tests, and he, and he and he was sacked by the Roosters. He actually played seven first-grade games for them in early 2016. Um, there was a weird scenario where he got another mate who was like a former lower grader or something to lie for him in court or something um yeah it was all a wee bit sorted and he uh, but he is playing queensland cup i think oh is he yeah he, he was a very good player unfortunately it was probably i think he was the more talented one but um just didn't quite have the yeah Person, he'd yeah, screwed yeah. on Unfortunately, but yeah, we've got the uh, the good boy coming over, so we'll see how that goes. Now, one game to uh, finish off, round eight, Eels and Dragons. Um, Eels, good game. Yeah, nice one to finish another, off. Another tough watch last Sunday night, though. Yeah, yeah. This is just when the had a guts full of watching league. Yeah, making dinner for you, the kids are hectic as. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah so it's a tough time slot. But should be a good game. Uh, Eels yeah. coming off a disappointing loss after some really good form. Dragons, they were pretty gutsy and going down to the Roosters. Showed that they can hack it with the, the good teams after a bunch of narrow wins over lesser teams. So, um, yeah, they'll Tough be... Tough game for both teams, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they'll both be eager to not go back-to-back losses. Um as far as Norman against the old boy. Old yeah, team. yeah, yeah. Norman versus uh, Mitchell Moses. So that's a that's a good little storyline. Subplot. There. Yeah. Matt Dufty. Everyone was um, frothing over that solo try scored. Yeah. It's pretty good. It was. I've seen better, but you know. They were fizzing on it, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's opposite Clint Gutherson. Obviously, there's a bit of contract stuff swirling around him and Moses. So. Um, and yeah, and then Origin's starting to to rear its head, so some of those guys are hoping to push their claims and plan, plan for positions. Yeah, uh, hard one to, to pick. Another yeah. one, I'm, I can't have the brain power at the moment to figure out if they'll be opposing each other, but Mike Sivo and Michele uh, Ravalawa, the two big Fijian wingers. God, that's Sivo. I see him the other week yeah. when he was just jogging and walking. And... Yeah. 
He looks quite good, though. I think he might be the, the pick of those two. Yeah. So I'm going pick, just because Parramatta's always sort of been my second team, so I'll go with Parramatta. Yeah, first. I think uh, the Bankwest Magic has another... Bankwest Stadium Magic oh, has yeah. a wee bit left in it. He'll be able to squeeze out um, another one here. Yeah, yeah, true. I'm looking forward to another game there, though. Yeah, yes. Yeah, oh, well, so we smashed that out, didn't we? Yeah. Did we smash it out? Well, probably dragged on a wee bit there. Uh, <laughs> so if you were hoping for a condensed version, you didn't really get it. But, uh, yeah, thanks for joining us, Brad. I know we really had to drag ourselves out this week, but we'll be better for the run and um, more fired up next week. Done. Nah, sweet ads, man. You have a good weekend, bro. You too, mate. Enjoy the footy. Talk to you soon. Later.